This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Now, it's a familiar sight around the world, a teenager glued to their cell phone and their parents probably telling them to put it down. I think that that scene plays out anywhere in the world these days. But for young people in China, uh, they may have that choice taken away from them under new rules that would limit screen time to a maximum of two hours a day for people under the age of 18. There's even stricter rules if kids are younger. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about these new internet rules uh, for kids in China is Andy Burr, tech and digital lifestyle expert at handyandymedia.com. Good afternoon, Andy. Hi, Jazz. Hi. So tell me, I know, look, we, generally we don't look to China, uh, a one-party totalitarian state, uh, for rules and regulations on a lot of issues. But I thought this one was rather interesting. It's worth uh, having a conversation about. Now, this is proposed, uh, I believe, yesterday uh, for the first time. Uh, it's two hours a day for people under the age of 18. And I guess when their kids are younger, it's got even going to be less than that in regards to the screen time. That's correct. And this is coming from the Cyberspace Administration of China. It's the national internet regular, uh, regulator for China and censor. And it was established 10 years ago in 2013. And its initial mandate, Jazz, was to regulate online content. But 10 years later, they're, they're seeing internet addiction and especially amongst youth and gaming addiction. So this, this regulatory body is getting more and more power. They're actually expanding their regulatory scope. So every internet company in China is scared of this body because of the measures that they're doing. And as you mentioned, they are pretty much going to implement new modes that are going to restrict the internet access for kids under 18 and limit how much internet they can do. And also, and this is the crazy part of this new regulation, they're banning any kid from, from accessing the internet from 10, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. So essentially when they should be sleeping, the, the <laughs> internet regulatory body of China is going to make sure the kids are sleeping and not on their smartphones in their bedroom. So the the rules, uh, from what I can tell, are designed to um, to prevent uh, kids, especially teenagers, from getting addicted to the internet. So uh, under the rules, uh, for uh, I guess the government and and through these companies and these apps, they want to limit screen time on mobile devices to 40 minutes a day for kids under 8, one hour for those aged 8 to 16, and two hours for those above that age. So I'm guessing 16 to 18. Is that technically possible? I know it's still China, but is that technically possible? Well, if there's any country that can probably pull this off, it's going to be China. Because since 2017, if you wanted to join any social media profile in China, you had to use your actual ID. You had to provide identification um, to, to access these social media profiles. And they're doing the same with children. And what this new regulation is trying to do, Jazz, is they're trying to make the actual internet platforms use big data and AI to find kids who are trying to circumvent these, these new rules and then to identify them and police them. So they're trying to get the actual platforms. Could you imagine... The, the Canadian government telling Meta you have to find kids that are, are accessing Instagram that shouldn't be 
and and report them to us. You know, that's essentially what China is trying to do here. And that's what I meant by this regulatory body really putting the stamp on on their power against these uh, platforms in China. And there's really nothing they can do about it. They are going to follow um, what the, the mandate that comes from the Chinese government. And in this case, I, I'm I'm very interested to see how the kids respond because one option is the parents can void that. The parents can actually allow the kids to game if they want to. So I imagine all these Chinese kids are going to be, uh, you know, trying to be on the good side of their parents to to be able to uh, continue gaming with these regulations going effect. Now, uh, I know when I lived in China, we would all use a, a VPN, a virtual private network, to get past the Great Firewall of China. Uh, if you were had a VPN, would you you'd be able to get around all of this? I'm assuming. I don't think so. Not in China, because you have to authenticate your identity to get onto any of these platforms. And another thing that they're doing with these new measures, Jazz, mm-hmm. is any kid that's under 16, even if you are playing, say, during your allowed time, you're not allowed to do any live streaming. You're not allowed to give these virtual tokens or gifts or communicate with these uh, content creators. So they're really trying to limit it. And they're also telling the platforms, Jazz, to start, you know, putting positive content that that really reflects the socialist values of China, more science, education, technology content. So they want them to actually control the algorithm and feed these kids when they're allowed to be on their internet, feed them positive content rather than just crazy dance crazes and stuff like that that we see here in North America. So, I mean, to a certain degree, you know, we here in the West and democracies are never going to follow what China is doing in, in, in regards to what they're trying, this specific policy. But uh, recently we did a segment on this show where uh, there were 200 school districts in the U.S. Uh, that got together to have hired lawyers and now suing big tech, those especially who run social media firms like Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, um, and Twitter, uh, because kids, A, are being distracted. In some cases, there's bullying because of social media. And there are other school districts, districts um, that are now getting together for another lawsuit, a similar type of lawsuit, but even more school districts, in this case, 500 who want to sue. Different governments, different perspective to the world, that I understand. But it does speak to an underlying frustration with big tech, especially social media companies, to A, the distractive nature, the addiction to the internet, uh, and just the mental health of children. Yeah, and for one, we can tell that big tech really doesn't care about the mental health of kids because if they did, they would have been proactive. But these are their potential future customers. So they're trying to get them onto these platforms early on. They're trying to get them to communicate, say, through Instagram chats and and what, what have you. And then they want to keep them as lifelong customers. And they collect data on these children the whole time that they're doing this. So they know what these kids like. They know what kind of videos that they're going to watch. And they just keep feeding it. And that's why TikTok is like, got to have the most powerful algorithm out there out of all the different social media platforms. But, you know, the kids love it. I don't blame them because they're, they're still young. They like Even adults get addicted to social media and the internet. Can you imagine being a 14 or 15-year-old? Like... I would never survive in this day and age with the algorithm. How are you going to beat an algorithm that understands you better than you know yourself? And that's the problem. And I, I just hope that if it's not governments, whether it's parents, I just hope, Jazz, one day being on social media is not cool amongst kids. And I don't know what it's going to take for that to happen. But kids like going an analog life where they're trying to you know ditch the smartphone, get these dumb phones, and just try to be present. Because 
it bugs me all the time, Jazz. I was just walking the other day and I saw a 12 year old girl walking her dog. Mm -hmm. She's got a leash in one hand and her smartphone in the other hand. She's completely out of touch of her environment. And it just bugs me and I can't unsee it now. Everywhere (laughs) I go, I see people walking their dog. Looking yeah. at their smartphone. Yeah, and you know what? Even when we were talking about you know doing this segment today, I go, well, there's nothing to be learned from the Chinese government. But at the same time, they are at least addressing it in their own way, which you know I wouldn't agree with. But the core issue is the same, whether it's China or here in Canada, is this addiction to social media uh, and how we plan to somehow control these big tech firms that have gotten way too big and uh, in some cases are not accountable uh, to citizens and to the broader society. So it's a, it's a very interesting conversation. Andy, Thank you, as always, my friend. Thanks, Chaz.